This is Zay Jones, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Again, Ross Watch Nation, it's your friendly neighborhood trash man back again with the waiver wire cheat sheet for week 14 of the NFL season. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started. First off, we have running backs at the top of the list. We have Jamichael Hasty of the 49ers. It looks like Hasty might be the only available running back we have. Or the 49ers, aside from like a, maybe a Kyle Juszczyk this weekend. So you're going to want to get Jermichael Hasty onto your rosters this week. Um, there's a chance that, you know, one of the other guys manages to go this weekend. But it looks like, um, for most intents and purposes, Jermichael Hasty will be the starting <laughs> running back for the 49ers this weekend. And even if he's not, you need to add to your rosters right now um, because just a chance that he could be. Um, makes him well worth your while at up to 15% your free agent budget. Um, behind him in a tier below, we have Tevin Coleman of the Jets. Um, Coleman is getting most of the run there for the Jets right now with Michael Carter out. Um, Ty Johnson really isn't doing much um, behind him, but you know, it is the Jets offense. So we have to, uh, so we have to, um, withhold some expectations for Coleman, but he is getting a lot of touches. So he's somebody that should be owned and maybe started depending on the depth of your league. After him, we have Kenneth Gainwell of the Eagles. Looks like he might start, if not split touches um, this week. And, you know, it, it was interesting because Kenneth Gainwell up until really recently hasn't, has been like inactive on game days. He's, he's been pretty useless for fantasy it just seems now recently they've discovered again that he's actually a pretty decent running back and pass catcher to boot. Behind him, we have the likes of Rashad Penny in Seattle. Looks like it's anybody's game there in Seattle right now, and Penny looks like he might be the best bet. Um, behind him, Rex Burkett of the Texans. Again, uh, kind of like Coleman, Burkett is getting a lot of touches, but he plays for the Texans, so you have to temper your expectations there. Um, behind him... We have the likes of like a Jordan Howard who could get um, quite a bit of touches this weekend along with Kenneth Gainwell. Um, Ty Montgomery of the Saints, who actually I think had eight touches this past week um, and is getting, you know, snaps as a runner and as a pass catcher. Um, we have a few more there, the running back position, but you're going to have to go to rosterwatch.com if you're going to want to check him out. Let's move on to wide receivers. First off, we have Russell Gage of the Falcons. At up to 30% of free agent budget. Um, it might be a bit of a stretch, but it does look like he is the number one receiving option there for the Falcons right now. I don't know what's going on with Kyle Pitts. Uh, might be the rookie rookie tight end blues. We know that it usually takes at least a couple years for a rookie to really figure things out there at the tight end position. It looked like Pitts had this. He was starting off you know, to a strong season. 
Um, then about week five, six, he just kind of dropped off. In any case, Gage looks like the best receiving option outside of Cordell Patterson there for the Falcons. Um, behind him in a tier below, we have Devontae Parker of the Dolphins, who was just activated last week and played. Um, pretty decent game, about you know a little over 50 yards, but I think he's only going to go up from there. Behind him, I have KJ Osborne of the Vikings, who you know looks like he's going to be the starting receiver opposite uh, Justin Jefferson this week, with Adam Thielen um, getting a high ankle sprain, suffering a high ankle sprain um, in Week 13. Uh, so you're going to want to get him on your teams for sure. Behind him, in that same tier, we have Marquez Valdez Scanling of the Packers. Um, we've seen that, you know, in the past couple of games of the Packers that he is, for better or worse, the number two receiver or pass catcher there for the Packers. And he's going to put up some points for you in that offense. And a Kendrick, and a, and a Kendrick below and a, and a tier below, we have Kendrick Bourne of the Patriots. You know, when you have games like last night where the Patriots only throw three times, yeah, it's kind of a sticky situation there for the receivers. But Bourne. You know, it seems like every other week he's putting up double-digit touches for you in fantasy. So he's going to be somebody you're going to want to own. Behind him, I have Jamison Crowder, the Jets, Corey Davis, Dunn, Dunsky. Um, so it looks like Jamison Crowder and Elijah Moore are going to be the guys there for the Jets. You know, <laughs> whatever that may mean to you. Moore actually is worth is worth having and starting every week. But Jamison Crowder, as far as PPR uh, formats go, you know, he could be a, a weekly starter throughout the p- playoffs, too. We shall see. Behind him, I have Sterling Shepard of the Giants. Shepard, when he plays, he's all he's been the leading receiver, lead, leading target getter for the Giants in every game he that he's played in this season. So he's going to be somebody you want on your team. Behind him, uh, we have lots of guys, actually, this week. Laquan Treadwell. <laughs> Looks like he might be the number one receiver for the Jaguars. Now, he has been for the past two weeks. Um, so he's somebody you could want to add to your team if you're in a deeper league. Um, behind him, somebody else who might be interesting, Brashad Perriman of the Buccaneers. We know Antonio Brown's out for at least a, a couple more games. Um, Brashad Perriman in spurts can be, you know, he could be a really good high upside receiver, especially in an offense like the Buccaneers. Uh, so somebody you might want to take a chance on in DFS, if not, you know, deep, deep leagues behind him. The likes of Donovan Peoples-Jones in Cleveland, who is a similar profile to Perriman. And then D. Eskridge in Seattle scored his first touchdown of the season this past week. And I think we'll only get more involved in that offense. Um, moving on to tight ends. The first one we got there is Tyler Conklin of the Vikings, who is going to get an uptick in targets um, with Adam Thielen probably missing at least the next game. Um, so he's going to be somebody you're going to want to get in and start this week. Behind him in a tier below, we have Evan Ingram of the Giants, Cole Komet of the Bears, and then John Bates of the Washington football team. Um, it looks like with Logan Th- Thomas out with ACL and MCL injuries and Ricky Sills-Jones, I'm really questionable to play this week. John Bates might get called to start for the Washington football team at tight end. And if he does, we know that that Washington football team tight end gets targets. So get him in your lineups behind him on the likes of Gerald Everett in Seattle. Um, a little bit down week last week, 
But previous to that, he's been the high target getter for Seattle ever since Russell Wilson has come back from his injury. Um, behind him, Foster Moreau, big letdown this past week, but maybe they get him more involved there this week. Um, moving on to quarterbacks. In our first tier, we have Taysom Hill of the Saints. Finger injury and throwing four interceptions. He still, you know, put up, you know, I think he put up a better line than Dax, than Dax, <laughs> than Dax, I mean, than Dak this week, um, this past week. So, you know, he does a lot with his feet. And I don't imagine he'll throw four interceptions in another game this season. We shall see, though. I'm behind him. We have Taylor Heineke, who he's been fine. You know, the Washington football team is winning games, so that bodes well for him. Um, and he's, you know, he's he's having decent uh, lines. There's a Washington football team quarterback. Um, and he's going to be in a shootout this week, most likely, with the Cowboys. So, you know, maybe somebody to take a chance on behind him in a tier below. We have Cam Newton, who's kind of similar to Taysom Hill and that he can do a lot with his feet. Um, might make mistakes with his hands um, more often than not. But as long as he's got the ball on his hands, he's going to be dangerous. Behind him, the likes of Justin Field, Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater, and Gardner Minshew, who, you know, had a decent game, although it was against the Jets. Um, it will probably be Jalen Hurts this week if he can go. But if not, Gardner Minshew might be, no, Minshew might be worth another start. And then we have our defenses starting out with the Saints, the Broncos, and the Packers. Those are going to be my top three um, under 35% owned this week. Behind them, the Chargers, who we always know are ball hawks. Um, and they're one of the better – I mean, bar none, they're one of the best pass-defending teams in the league. Um, and we have a few more there for you um, and on, on, as far as the defensive options go this week. None of them above – 10% of your free agent budget, though. Anyway, this has been The Trash Man on behalf of RosterWatch.com. If you like what you're hearing, if you like what you heard, leave us a comment, give us a follow, join us at RosterWatch.com. Um, check out the rest of the waiver wire cheat sheet on our website, our claimed infamous website. Anyway, on behalf of everyone there at RosterWatch, this has been The Trash Man. Until next time, be ready.